What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, a.k.a. Lottie Dottie. We're back with episode seven. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I have to give a shout out to my reviewer of the week, Rosie. I love Rosie. Rosie's actually one of my clients. Thank you so much for reviewing the show and tuning in every week, Rosie. You're the bomb.com. Rosie left me a review and a rating on, I think it was Spotify. She said, loving the podcast. I would flip out seeing you on a dance show on Netflix. Girl, me too. That would be beyond amazing. Her question was, if you have a lot of things to work on, what is your method of prioritizing? And I actually love this question because seriously, um, I think I'm one of those people, I'm like working on a thousand projects at one time. So uh, this is my personal take on that. What I do is allocate maximum, I want to say maximum, of like an hour and a half to each project that I am involved in per day. Now I say maximum because back in the day, I would sit and like hyper fixate on a project for like five hours straight and I would just be like I'm just gonna do it until it's done but that is just a really good way to get burnt out I would end up frustrated even with choreography with podcast stuff with um coaching things like I have to allocate just maximum hour and a half that's my attention span why we've learned that maybe two hours if it's like a really like laid out well but maximum an hour and a half. Anything more than that, it's like I'm hyper fixating. I need to chill. And I learned something because I'm always learning from my clients too. They're amazing. One of my clients, Lindsay, her dad uh, told her there's uh, it was the power of the half hour. And so basically, if you just do something like just 30 minutes of doing it, doesn't have to be this grand five hour project per day to work on something. It can literally be 30 minutes. Like I'll be like, okay, 30 minutes abs. Here we go. 30 minutes. Set a timer. Okay. 30 minutes of reading. Boom. 30 minutes of reading. And then that way you don't, you still feel like you're progressing little by little, but it doesn't feel like you're getting so burnt out. So that's my advice for that is just allocate for me. I I find the sweet spot is an hour and a half max and um, minimum of 30 minutes. And I think that if you allocate that to each of your projects that you're working on, you'll progress, but not be burnt out and still get what you need to do done. So I hope that helps, Rosie. Thank you so much for the question. I loved it. Uh, beautiful. Let's get into this week's episode. We are talking about all the ways you need to suck more. Right. I know. What are you talking about? Well, you need to be bad at stuff because it really is the secret sauce to getting better. Um, You also need to be bad at stuff if you plan on trying to grow. You can't just automatically start off amazing. Um, If you ever want to try something new, like a new hobby, a new skill, like you don't just start off amazing. You have to suck. And perfection won't unlock any new levels for you. Like if you're staying in that little perfect zone, which I mean, me personally, I I don't like to suck. You guys, I hate sucking at stuff. I was telling my husband this like a couple weeks back. I'm like, damn, I fucking I hate sucking at shit. I love to be just really good at anything I'm doing. And, and like I, I think it was the um, like my own like little weird OCD tick kind of personality type a but like ballet too I just you have so much time to just be perfect but you know as I've gotten older I'm like you have to release let go of perfection if you want to grow you cannot be perfect so that's been a major major theme for me the past couple weeks Um, this episode is for you know my dancers obviously you know you want to get better this is also for people who want to be dancers I think I have a whole like little group of listeners who They want to start dancing or they want to dance a little bit more seriously or they want to dabble a little bit more and they're just kind of nervous. And, you know, I talk a lot about mindset stuff and like 100 percent of of trying something new or like putting yourself out there to be vulnerable is mindset. So it's kind of uh, my little bag for them and 
So this is for you guys. And also for creatives, you know, when you're trying different avenues of what's going to work for you creatively, you might suck at stuff for you might suck at choreography. Like I've gone through periods where I'm like, oh, my God, like and it's all very like subjective, objective, subjective. You guys know I have issues with this. It's all very up to interpretation sucking. But like you might start an art form and you your standards are like, ooh, not there yet. You know what I'm saying? But you got to suck at first. Athletes, you think that like people that play sports are just good? Hell no. You suck at first. Um, and basically anybody who wants to just try new stuff, basically everyone. You have to suck. OK, so I'm going to teach you guys how to suck the right way and how to feel good about sucking. That sounded crazy. Okay, anyways, um, I want to start off with a little pep talk, okay? Because we, we need that first before we just jump on in. Listen, we all want to be good at stuff, okay? We don't ever want to be bad. I get it. Like, it takes a very, it's an acquired taste to learn to love to be bad, to learn to love to fail. It's a very acquired taste. Once you have it, it's like Sauvignon Blanc, right? Like once you have that acquired taste, I love Sauvignon so much. If you guys ever wonder what my favorite wine is. Um, once you have that acquired taste, it's it's your smooth sailing because you could just take your L and move on with your day. Um, I love that actually. Like just take your L and move on with your day. I love that. You, you can't, you, it can't all be wins. It, can, it literally cannot all be wins. You have to take L's. And if you're not taking L's, you're not taking big enough risks, right? Um, when you're in this process, it feels like you're the only one, okay? It feels like you're the only human that is just really bad at something. Because I think we all want to, like humans, like we're social. We want to fit in. We want to do what everybody else is doing. We don't want to be the oddball out that's not good, right? We don't want to be the only one in class that's going left because we don't know what we're doing. Everybody else is going right or like eight counts, eight, eight counts ahead. Like I get it. Like we just want to fit in. Um, I also think ego death is so real. And I go through this like in cycles, dude. Seriously. You might think that you got it going on because like that's the goal too. You want to feel secure in yourself, but once you, it's crazy because once you start to really feel like, okay, I got a handle on things. Oh, here we go. No, we got to go back to square one because we're too comfortable. Now we're in a comfort zone. Now we got to break out of this level. But I want you to think about it as unlocking new levels to your growth and your success. Like that's crazy. That's awesome. Okay. So if you, I want you to think about it that way. Um, also, it triggers a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions of, am I good enough? Self-doubt, inadequacy, um, jealousy when other people, like it could bring stuff up with your childhood. Like I have stuff that goes on now and I'm like, yo, I'm healing my inner like angsty teenager. I'm healing my inner child right now. It's crazy. But anyways, it triggers, it triggers a lot of emotions. And so I just want you to be aware of all this so when you're in the the grit of sucking so bad that you're like okay like I this is normal this is good this I love this everything's fine like that meme of the dog in the burning room and he's just like sipping coffee and there's fire flames everywhere this is fine this is great like that's the kind of attitude I want you to have and not a delusional way right because you know I do not latte is not about the toxic positivity okay at all I'm all about the being self-aware so we know exactly what's going on with our body and our emotions and we're not bottling everything up because there is a way like that. That is something that happens too is we bottle it up and we're like, this is fine. Everything's perfect. I'm, it's fine. Like, Bessie, it's okay to not be fine. It's totally, it's totally fine to have one of those days. I'd be, I'd be going through it. I'd be going through it. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to share more with you guys the days that I'm going through it because I want to set a good example. Um, so hopefully after this episode, you have a little bit more courage to dive into your new passion or your new hobby because that's that's really what I would hate. Like, And that's like something I live by is I don't want to be 100 years old and be like, damn, I was so scared to 
try hip hop. I never danced a step of hip hop my whole entire life. That would be so sad. And I don't want you to feel that way either. I don't want you to be 100 years old and be like, damn, I never did trumpet. And I just really wanted to be a jazz musician or you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, and, it, and it's all stemming just because we didn't want to be bad at first. We didn't want to suck. We didn't want to be vulnerable and put our neck out there. Right. So that is my goal. Okay, so here we go. We're going to start, okay? So so you think you may want to, you know, start singing or play soccer or with me, like, I want to dance more hip-hop styles. Uh, we got to realize some stuff first, okay? Because it's going to get a little crazy and we need a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, a little bit of, like, why are we doing this, friend? Because you're going to start questioning yourself when you when it starts to get really rough, okay? I want you to think about the how amazing the impact of doing whatever you want to do. So in my case, how amazing the impact of dancing hip-hop, becoming a better hip-hop dancer will have on my life versus not doing it. So I want you to think about how amazing the impact of X, Y, and Z will have on your life versus not doing X, Y, and Z. And really sit in that. Like, I have to really be like, okay, this is going to suck. But like, man, once I am like really good, like once I feel very comfortable in hip hop, it's going to help me in so many other styles. It's going to help me be more well-rounded. I'm going to have more commercial a skill set I'm going to feel more in tune with my legs more on my legs more in the ground more grounded more groovy like you have to really think about that versus if I just stay in my little comfort zone and just do ballet all day I'm like okay no grooves I'm up here I'm up here I'm not in the floor you know um, I'm not pushing myself seeing what my body is capable so I want you to really think about the impact that will have on your life if you if you do come out victorious, when you do come out victorious on the other side. And the reason, like I said, you need to sit in this for a second and just really think about it because you need to have some light at the end of the tunnel because <laughs> it's going to get rough, friend. And you're going to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? And you're going to give up or you know what I mean? And you're going to want to give up. You're going to want to walk off. You're going to want to throw your painting away. You're going to want to quit your fucking singing lessons you need to have a light at the end of the tunnel, an end result that you're working towards. You need some inspiration. You need some motivation. You guys know from the last episode, motivation doesn't just, you don't just wake up and have it. Like that's ridiculous. You have to create your own motivation. You have to. And I think that's just part of life creating, like this is getting, this is real meta, but you have to create something that you look forward to. Like, that's another conversation for another day. Let's not get into that right now. <laughs> um, but you need to just realize it's going to be hard. So you need to create that light at the end of the tunnel for yourself. Yourself, Sure. Some people naturally gifted. That's amazing. A majority of us are not. Okay. A majority of us have to work so hard. And it's really like hard work is going to trump talent every single time. It really is. You have to, if you want to do something, you have to work hard at it. So last night, I actually, I was brainstorming with um, my husband because, you know, it, it's a group effort. I love bringing him into my projects and um, our friend Jamil. And uh, they were telling me about some athletes. So you guys know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm not a sports girly, okay? I'm an arts girly, which is whatever. Michael Jordan apparently was cut from his like high school team or something. Michael Jordan, like the GOAT, right? Tom Brady also was drafted seventh round of the NFL draft. I was told that's what they said. That's amazing. I think I don't know. My husband said he was like one of the greatest quarterbacks ever or something. My husband's a Niners fan. I don't know. Uh, Kobe, he like rode the bench for the first like part portion of his career. Right. We love Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Uh, this one was cool. Ed Shireen. Um, I guess he went on Jimmy Kimmel and showed a video of him singing from when he first started and it was really fucking bad. And um, we know and love Ed Shireen now. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to try to sing his songs, but like people don't just start off so good. Uh, Harrison Ford. 
actor. Uh, he didn't start acting until he was like 40. So like you're you're the people that are goats that are goaded in their industries that are amazing people that we look up to who are like top notch now they did not start that way you guys they started very humble and they took their L's and they kept their head down and they worked hard I think you get it <laughs> where you're not going to just start off amazing and I I'm I'm almost like 100% certain if you ask anybody who is successful, who is a major person in your industry that you look up to, famous singer, writer, actress, dancer, athlete, if you ask them, like, were you good when you first started? They're going to tell you, no, I worked so hard. So you kind of have to check yourself because sometimes, you know, I'll be like, damn, why do I suck at this? Well, why do I think that I'm going to be really good at this? Why do I just have the entitled like thought that like, oh, I'm just going to walk into the space and crush it. Bitch, if you don't just have some humility, like you're not going to be good. And that's OK. That's the point. If you are good in every space that you walk into, you're not walking into hard enough spaces. That one's specifically for my dancers. If you are like Audit your classes right now. Think about it. I want you to think about it right now. The classes that you're going into, are you feeling challenged? Like, do you walk out and you're like, crushed it, easy peasy, got my video? Uh uh, no. You're not going to get better that way. You have to push yourself, put yourself in harder positions. You should feel a little shaky warrior every single time. Every single time. I'm not saying like you need to come out crying. It's not like that. But like, you should feel a little shaky every single time. You know what I'm saying? A good level of push. So my point is you can't start off great, but you can end great. And I want you to use that impact that it will have on your life as inspiration and the light at the end of the tunnel. All right. So number two. So it's not easy to just accept an ass whooping. Like to just, all right, here I am. I'm going to get my ass kicked. And let me tell you, I think I told you guys last week, I've been training with Kira Harper. Child, I'll be at work all day and I'm like, okay, I got, I'm like hyping myself up. I'm like, well, I'm going to go to class. I'm, I'm going to get my ass kicked today. Like I'm going to get my ass kicked. Like there is no way around it. Like you're going to, or like if you're about to go, I, when I used to train out with my trainer, Tiffany, I'd be like all day at work. Like, well, this is it. RIP legs. Like I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm gonna be shaking, crying, throwing up like that. You saying that people say like there's no way around it except for just going through it. And you have to mentally tell yourself that. So I love this little trick. I always use this little trick with my like sisters. <laughs> so I'm like the bossy older sister that they'll call me and be like, I need a pep talk. I'm like, I got you right now. Um, my little mental trick is my butt slash and trick to get my mind right. And it goes like this. So I want to get better at hip hop, but it's going to be hard. No, you don't say that. What you're going to say is I want to get better at hip hop and it's going to be hard. When you say but, like in my first sentence, but it's going to be hard versus and it's going to be hard. When you say but, you're creating a stoplight or a red light in your head, a stop sign. I want to get better at this, ugh, but it's going to get hard. Right there, that mental shift to, to the stoplight versus I want to get better at this, and it's going to get hard. When you say and, you're realizing that the challenge and the difficulty of, of whatever you want to do and the success of what you want to do can coexist. You see what I'm saying? But creates that stoplight, stop sign, and creates a coexisting of something being hard and you can do it. I can't remember where I got this. This Honestly, I might have got this from my husband. My husband, like, just be randomly having, like, gems. I love him. He's so, shout out my husband. He's so amazing. Um, but I love it and I implement it like crazy so like all last week and the week before um I I was like oh man I'm gonna take Kara Harper she's gonna kick my hat ass and I'm gonna do it I'm gonna survive like there was no 
but it's going to be hard because that is going to not propel me forward. It's not going to set my mind up for success. I have to say and because it gives me, yes, the challenge and the success can coexist at the same time. So I really love that trick because it preps my mind. Your words are really powerful. You have to, have to, have to understand that. Um, if you are, you know, telling yourself over and over like, oh, this is gonna be so bad, da, 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 da. Like your body is gonna follow suit. So when you use specific wording for things, it just really shifts your mind. And then the more you do it, those pathways are stronger and then it comes natural like I don't even I don't even think twice about stuff like that anymore I just grip my teeth go get it done beautiful so we've started our our new um you know skill or our new class or our new creative avenue and well it's sucking we're in the thick of it we're really freaking bad and there's a lot of things bubbling up with us. So first of all, you need to understand why that's happening. Um, what's hurting the most, honestly, is your ego. And your ego wants to be good at everything. Your ego wants to be that girl. She wants to protect you. She wants to always feel good and right and never feel bad. That's what the ego does. But Ego death is real and you got to kill your ego in order to get better. You need to understand that you are not your ego because your ego wants to be good at everything. And you know, logically, that in order to be better, you can't be good. So you can't have ego and like get humbled and be better. You have to let go. And I'm constantly checking my ego where I'm like, yep, nope, that's that's not going to work for me. Like if if we want to get better, we got to let go of that that thought process. We got to suck. We have to let go of our pride. We have to because that's really what the ego is. You know, it's it's proud. It's uh, it wants to be secure, wants to be right, like all those things. But you can't you don't know everything. And that's how you get better is realizing you don't know everything. So your ego is going to really fight you on this. And it's going to it's it's a it's a mental battle against yourself. But if you know exactly what's going on, it's not going to feel so crazy because when I'm, you know, challenged in spaces now, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me like go ahead and just let go of my pride real quick and realize that I don't know everything and I don't know I I do need to practice this more and um I do need to be humbled and I do need to listen to what the I don't know the teacher knows way more than I do and when I open up my mind in that way I'm able to take in more information but I have to push my ego to the side because my ego is like you know your ego starts doing this stuff like oh well what is they don't know anything or like this teacher is not doesn't know anything about this or da, da. you know what I mean your ego starts to try to challenge whatever is challenging you and if you want to be open and receptive to the to the challenge you have to just push it aside and shut it up and listen there's some people that aren't ready for this like you might be listening to this and you're like oh, blah, blah, blah. like that's completely fine like this is a very like hard task to do I'm not gonna lie like when I I say this all the time when in my early 20s oh bitch I wasn't ready to do anything like I it was meant to be that I took a break and came back to dance like how I did because I don't think I would have been successful in my 20s like yeah sure I would have been younger and I don't honestly I'm more physically like fit now than I am in my 20s but anyways I would have been younger Ooh, okay cool but like I mentally was not there like you couldn't tell me anything I was so arrogant in my 20s it was just ill but like I was trying to protect my um protect myself like I mentally like you know we all have trauma and stuff and and so I just really wasn't ready to be vulnerable yet like I wasn't in a secure space to be vulnerable so no I couldn't go in places where the teacher was telling me you're not doing this 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 like I was like yeah no yes I am <laughs> so you have to be ready for it and I and 
maybe if I would have, you know, got into like therapy and done that kind of stuff sooner, I would have because I would have realized what was going on behind the scenes. And that that yeah, if I if I could go back, I probably would have done like myself awareness journey sooner I would have done like therapy and like that those kind of things sooner and then pursued what I wanted to do so not even like oh if I would have if I could go back like I would have danced like no because I wasn't mentally there yet like I would have self-sabotaged you know what I mean um so yeah so sometimes you're just not ready for it yet with um you know with being vulnerable or you have some things to work on because it's going to lead into our next point, uh, which I'll just go into. So a lot of emotions are going to bubble up and you're probably going to get triggered. Like you're you're like we're human. You have to understand that we're not like super people like when we just like I'm always kind of like iffy, like when we're just going into challenges and we're like, yeah, like gung ho constantly. I'm like, do you give yourself a second to process like because like. Yeah, like I did Kara Harper. What was that? Like last week, I think I was saying, or like the week before. I don't know. It was a rough week, yo. And like, bruh, like I just, you, I'll, I'll take her class. And I just don't even know how I'm doing like at all. Like you just feel like, do you guys ever take classes like that where you're just like in it and you're like, am I doing bad? Am I doing good? Like, and how is, what is going on right now? And um, so I was going through it and I was having a panic attack. Like I had too much caffeine and like she called me out for a group and I was like, shut the fuck up. Like I was so like shocked because I literally thought I was doing so bad the entire time. And then after class, I was like, yo, I just want to cry like happy tears. Like let yourself feel emo- I didn't cry, <laughs> um, but I felt like I just wanted to cry like relief because I was just like, oh, my God, like. So many emotions were going on because so many emotions be going on in class. Like you're like, damn, like you're battling yourself. You're you're battling your like who you were yesterday. You're trying to focus. You're trying to like be yourself. You're like trying to have fun. Right. Because we love dancing. We love our our process. But it's just like so many emotions. So I'm always like weary of my like when I go into a space and I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, is this fake or for real right now? Like because it's okay to feel like nervous or a little anxious or a little challenged like you the thing is you feel it and you like work through it and work past it you don't let that emotion take over and so that's that's the point basically uh you're gonna be challenged in these situations things are gonna bubble up but I don't want you to use those emotions to act on them I just want you to acknowledge them and let them pass um there's different things we feel when we're put into these situations so some people get frustrated like I have friends in class and they get angry like I have friends in class and I'm like I'm I'm gonna let so-and-so do her thing because she's pissed off right now you know what I'm saying and they get angry they get frustrated I've had like people cry right oh my goodness Uh, which is fine like these are all normal things when you're getting challenged some people give up right we've seen people walk off Right. When you're doing solos and you just walk off um, sadness, isolation. Some people get really quiet. Right. Um, t- tearing the teacher down. Oh, I, she wants us to do what? Da, da, da. Like, you know, what I mean? me, you know what I do? I start getting goofy. I start getting silly, goofy. That's my defense mechanism. These are defense mechanisms like I and I learned this early on because there was a teacher that made me aware of it. She, um, my college professor, like every time like shit was getting hard, like I'd be like making a f- silly face or I look over at my friend like friend, what? Like, and even now I have to check myself. I took a hip hop class with my like coworker yesterday and it was getting a little shaky and I look over at him and I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, no, 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 focus, nope, focus, lock in, knock it off right now. Like, you just have to be aware of your tendencies. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to completely stop them. Like, because I'm still, ooh, I'm going to give you a look. Like, if we get in a little, if we get in a little tense, I might look at you. But I need to remember, uh, uh, ground yourself, latte, relax. You're going to get through it. This is hard and you can do it. Don't be starting to go back to your tendencies. Don't get into your defense mechanisms because it is it's i swear it's defense even if even something as um like 
because I don't get I don't get mad like I don't get like in class I'm not getting like like I'm not doing that but I do get silly goofy and I had to realize that even though that's not like a quote-unquote negative like emotion or something it's still a defense mechanism um when I mess up I make a silly face because I'm like oh we're a little tense you know what I mean and it's okay but just be aware of it um I had a professor and she, like I said, in college, she made me aware of this because she's like, you can't do that on stage. Like I, she's like, I know exactly when you mess up or you're being challenged or you're stressed because you start like smiling and making faces and all this extra shit. And she's like, you have to stop. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't even know that I did that. And then now when I like, I can tell the difference of when I'm having fun and I'm smiling and when I'm like, Oh, I fucked up. Let me just make a joke out of it. Cause like, I don't want to like the, the, the thing is like, no, I should not be doing that because I'm trying to take myself very seriously at this point in my career. So I know I can't be making a joke out of it. So it's something that I, um, am aware of that I work on. Um, but yeah, basically emotions are going to bu- bubble up. You guys, emotions are going to bubble up, but I don't want you to use these emotions to, dictate whether or not you you should stop the process you know what I mean you're gonna get angry like should you give up just because every single time you get angry no you should just realize that that's your defense mechanism in hard situations and try to navigate through it with grace and give yourself some grace too it's gonna happen these it's hard to get in spaces where you're challenged um good uh you're also Next on the list is you're going to start to compare yourself, right? Because uh, like when you're in the thick of it and you are, you know, in a space that you're not used to and you're putting yourself out there, you start looking around at everybody else and what they're doing. And oh, my God, so and so so good. I'll never be like him. And da da da. you don't know where he is on his journey. Like he could have sucked for like seven years and the the eighth year, this has been his best year. Like you really don't know. So-and-so could have had an injury and she's finally coming back. So-and-so could have had a kid. So-and-so could have been, you know, dropped so many times from their record label. And now they just finally put out music. Like you really don't know where people are on their journey. So it's not fair to do that to yourself. If you just look around at the moment right now and see oh they're successful they're successful they're successful you literally don't know and here's the thing too about like social media um we only put out like our successes i think that's normal and like there is people like oh we should share everything i mean yeah if you want to but like you know like you have to your your social media also like i think of social media as like an advertisement for yourself like a brand and like if I had somebody that was looking at my page like to try to book me or something no I'm not gonna put out like my horrible moments so you guys probably won't ever like unless it's like a good class I'm not gonna post it like it's just what it is does that mean I don't have those moments oh my god no Jesus they happen all the time there's so much class footage you guys will never see because it's just not good but Some people will see my class footage now and they're like, oh, my God, you've just always been good. I'm like, no, Jesus, no. Like, Jesus, no. Look at if you can look at a video from me from like a year ago, even it's like nine day. Um, And I have to remember that, like when I look at people like in their fitness journey or I'm like, damn, your your abs are popping. Like, how did you get there? Like overnight? No, this has been years of doing abs every single day. This has been you know, I'm, I'm, I'm battling myself every single day and working hard. So you can't just judge people and just see someone's results and just be like, oh, damn, like that's never going to happen for me. And like, oh, that happened overnight for them. Like you really can't compare yourself that way. If you are going to look around, because I think that it's normal and like to just say that like, Oh, I just never compare myself to anybody like, no, I'll look around and get inspiration. But even then I limit myself because like how much like looking at somebody else's situation doesn't improve your situation unless you're like specifically like 
I don't know, trying to like get a game plan together for yourself. Like, oh, I'm just going to look at so-and-so's, all these people's Instagrams for inspiration because they're so good. Okay, that's great. If you're going to do that, maybe look at the like classes that they take and then add them into your schedule. Something like that. Something more tangible into a plan rather than just consuming content. Because if you're just consuming like, what is it really doing? You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can say, sure, like, I'm taking it in for inspiration. Absolutely. But, like, I would probably use it more like a, okay, so I see that they're taking these classes. Like, I like how they move. I'm going to go and take with that teacher on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like, that would probably be a better way to utilize your inspiration and and add it into a plan of action instead of just like, I'm making a vision board. Like, that's great. But like, how can we get there? You guys know I'm all about like, uh, look, I love manifestation, visual visualization, um, things like that, creating your perfect day, all of it. But I think that you need to create a bridge between your current reality and your reality that you're trying to get to. You can't just, you can't just paint a pretty picture and be like, I'm going to be there. Like, no, you have to create a bridge to get there and doing so, thinking about it like that way. Like, yes, inspiration. But like, what are they doing that I can do? OK, so she, I, she has I love her abs. So what is the what's her meal plan and what is her workout schedule? Like that is a better way to approach, you know, using other people as not comparison, but inspiration. Beautiful. So we do have some positives. Um, you know, when we're in the thick of all this, cause I know it's just kind of like, damn. So you're saying like the only way to get through things and get better is to suck. Yeah, I am. I know. I wish there was a better answer. It's very corny, but like you just have to start off bad. Um, some positives is I know it sucks right now, but you can't possibly suck forever. Like you can't possibly suck forever. Like it's impossible. Like if you, and the only way that you can suck forever is if you truly aren't trying like if like there was a time when I would go to the gym and I'd be like okay went to the gym went to the gym checked in and like there was nothing happening because the work that I was doing at the gym was not substantial like make sure that you are doing the actual work that needs to get done so self-audit it's a very this whole process I'm telling you it's very humbling experience it sucks I know but like like I said, you can't possibly, if you're working hard and applying yourself and doing the best you can, you can't possibly suck forever. Um, the more that you suck, I think there is more growth and more to gain from it. So the bigger the suck, the bigger the gain. Um, and like I, I apply this to like classes. Like if I do a cl go to a class and I'm like moderately challenged, I'm like, okay, but I'm only going to moderately grow. Do you know what I'm saying? If I go to a class and I'm like, I am, whoo, like I am like going through it, then I like leave and I'm like, man, if I do this consistently, whoo, man, oh man, the growth that I'm going to get from this is crazy insane. Because, and there was a, um, gosh, I think I said this last time, but you know, part-time Part-time work yields part-time results. So if you go into these spaces very part-time in your mindset, in your work ethic, you're, the success you're going to get is part-time. So you really got to go all in. And I know it's going to be hard because you're also going to get, you know, if you're going full-time in, you're going to get full-time ego checked. You're going to get full-time humbled, full-time suck. I got it. But you're going to also get full-time results. Um, I also think that growth is delayed. Like this could be my personal thing, but what I've seen is growth for me is delayed by two to three weeks and you have to, oh man, I learned that I'm learning this the, not the hard way, but sure you could say the hard way. Um, you got to rest. You have to like let yourself sit in it for a second. So like the classes that I was taking two to three weeks ago, I think I'm finally seeing the results of those like now, but I'm not going to see the maximum results if I don't like take two days off and just like rest and recover. And like I said, I want to do a whole, I'm going to, I'm going to do a whole episode on rest and recovery too. Um, but I think it's delayed. So like, yeah, 
no. I, I took a class yesterday. Am I going to see that shit today? Pro- no, probably not. Like mentally, maybe I have some gems that I kept. But physically, I think your body, it takes a second to catch up. And I mean, think about like fitness journeys, right? Like, you know, I do a whole bunch of abs today. I'm not going to see the results tomorrow. But if I do abs every day for the next two weeks, I'm going to see them in, in those two to three weeks, you know. So give yourself time. Don't expect it to happen to overnight. Um gaslighting yourself Ugh. so i love to gaslight myself when i know i'm about to do something very humbling and hard uh tonight i'm taking with tia rivera um i don't want to say i'm terrified but um i know i know i know it's about to be a a situation so i have been gaslighting myself as in oh man i'm so excited to get this ass whooping i am so excited to get humbled tonight man like just trying to turn my nerves into excitement gaslight yourself you guys know gaslight yourself 2023 i'm all about it it's like not toxic positivity because i'm not saying like i'm not scared like i'm not like i'm not scared at all i can't wait to no I'm so nervous. This is going to be such a great, humbling experience. And I'm smiling about it. Um, I read somewhere that when you smile and you have your hands open, that your body doesn't receive something as a threat. It makes it more open to receiving whatever it is, the ass, the ass whooping. <laughs> so when things get a little tense in class, I try to throw on a smile and like open my palms. I'm like, all right, here we go this shit is hard and I can do it like I just I really gaslight myself and really try to stay positive because I'm telling you right now the minute I'm not playing with you the minute you're like I'm tired Mm, this is hard the minute you start doing that your body checks out your body checks out and I'm sure people that lift weights I say this to my clients I'm sure when you lift weights you're not like oh this is not getting up You would never say that. Oh, my God. So when you're in class, when you are in a struggle, when you are in a performance, when you are in something that's challenging you, you cannot go there with your mental. You don't even play around. Don't even play around. Constantly talk yourself up. Gaslight yourself. Um, And also language. Just piggybacking off that language. I, I never say... And like, I'm very careful about what I say on social media too, just because number one, I want to set a good example. I don't want to put that into the universe. Um, I don't need the universe taking anything negative and running with the child. But I always say like, I suck right now because it's not always going to be like that, baby. No, I suck right now, but you better catch me in a month. Okay. Like right now it's a little shaky. Mm-hmm. she's not on her legs right now but in a month i'm going i'm going beast mode on you um i never say like oh i'm really bad at jazz funk i i can't do jazz funk i will say i am not experiencing jazz funk right now right now because right now is a moment the moment can change it's my choice so be careful with your language because your language holds a lot more weight than you think it does. Um, you have to constantly check your language. And it's a muscle. The more that you practice it, the more that it will come naturally. Like now I don't even be messing around with saying stuff. Even with my husband, I'm always like, ah, get your mind out of the gutter. Like we'll, we check each other um, because we're used to that language but it's it's something that is taking practice. It was not always like this, you guys. Like I'm telling you, Latte in her 20s was a she was a mess, but she was going through it and she had to go through it. So, it is what it is. Your homework for this week. I didn't forget. I did not forget. What are we sucking at, friends? What are we sucking at this week? If you are not sucking at something, let me not say that. If you are not like what are you going to be bad at this week? In order to be better. What's the one thing you're going to be bad at? I need one thing. And if you have multiple things, ooh, power to you. Because that means you're going to be all around a better person. But I need something you're going to be bad at this week. So what is it? Go get your little notebook. I'm going to be bad at cooking. 
I'm going to be bad at baking. I'm going to be bad at singing. I'm going to be bad at, you need to be bad at something. Like we need to be bad at stuff so we can be even greater. See what I'm saying? Uh, beautiful. Um, so updates on me. Let's see. I've been really bad lately at hip hop and jazz funk. Love it. Love it for me. Um, and I just, you know, we all love our heels classes, but I just, oh, I've just been really not trying to take heels because it's what I feel comfortable in. And same with like ballet. I, well, I'm always going to take ballet because technique, hello. But I'm trying not to take the classes I feel comfortable in because there's no, not that there's no growth to be done there, but I need to make greater leaps. Like I can't be playing like small leaps right now. I need to be taking some huge risks because I need to take, I need to do like leaps and bounds. Like I need, I need to be good like yesterday, like better like yesterday. So I've been taking a lot of hip hop that, um, yeah, she's very humbled. She's very humbled, but she feels good. So, um, and it's fun. Like, uh, it's funny because like the, the like energy I feel like in hip hop classes is like, it's like very like raw and like, I'm so used to being so like clean and so it's it's giving a little bit of save the last dance, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> so I love it. Um, also, uh, just a little thing for me to keep me like going because my body and like not that my like, uh, yo, when you're doing a lot of stuff like physically, your body is tired, bro. Like, oh my god, I I ordered a psoas release because from lifting and then from dancing, my just. Oh my God, my glute is just ruining my life right now. I've been wearing Icy Hot like every day. Like Icy Hot, go ahead and sponsor me now, right now, right now. The roll-on kind, yeah, that's my girl. Um, basically, I've been saying every day is an opportunity for greatness. And even more so, not even just every day, because look, you have to break it down further. Every hour is an opportunity for greatness. Every second is an opportunity for greatness. You need to hear me. Every second you have a choice to either sit down and chill or work on the thing that you've been working on, working on something for your business, work on. And yes, I know hustle culture, na, 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 na. but it's not even like that. It's like just being mindful and intentional with what you're doing. You guys know my trigger is like after work when I eat dinner, because I get home from work and I immediately eat my dinner and I. I used to scroll TikTok, but what would happen is I would be like, well, I'm just going to have like a little bit more snack because I want to scroll some more. Well, now I need something sweet so I can scroll more. And then here I am scrolling for two hours, two hours wasted, two hours wasted. I could have been stretching for one of those hours. I could have been doing abs for one of those hours. I could have taken my dog for a walk and just decompressed and listened to an audio audiobook. Like being intentional with every single second. And I know that like when you say, oh, like being intentional every day, I don't even like to say every day because you need to understand that your your every single action down to the second is a choice for greatness. I was preaching to my sister this morning about this. Every single second, you should feel so empowered. Like I said last week, that every single second you have a choice. You have a choice every single second. Okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> um, still tackling my 5 a.m. girly shit. Guys, this is so hard when the, all the classes end at like 11. Oh, my God. I got to figure something out. Like a, maybe a, a, an alternate schedule or something. But I really, really, really want to be a 5 a.m. girly because I want to get up and have time to stretch and do abs every single day. And... It's so hard because all these damn classes get out at like 11, y'all. But, you know, this will be this will be an ongoing something. I'll let you guys know when I finally find a rhythm. But um, it's so hard because ugh, classes just end late. I'm going to a class tonight and it's 8 to 1030. Child, by the time I get home and, you know, they, they be running late, you know, should be going till 1115. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to get up at five. Get my mind right. So we're working on it. I'll let you guys know. i let you guys know. Um, I've just been super grateful, super laser focused, super laser focused. 
um my husband and i get so i love my husband he's coming to visit we do like an alt like we do like a flip-flop schedule where i go to san diego like twice a month and stay from like thursday night more so friday friday it's sunday and then he'll come up here like once a month for like a whole week or something like that um and i find it so hard to be laser focused when my husband's around because i immediately go into wifey mode like I need to like cook and clean and like cater and all that. And I just love that. I love being a wifey, but like, Ooh, it's so hard to like also be like, ew, I hate saying boss babe, but like, it's also hard to like manage my, um, you know, my hard work, like my, uh, 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 creative, my CEO, my boss girly side too. So, I'm going to see if I can balance that this week when he's here because he's coming today. And um, yeah, laser, just trying to stay laser focused and uh, consistency. That's been just another great thing in my life lately. This is the most consistent I've been with training, with my job schedule, with um, my creative schedule, like Everything is just so consistent right now. And I honestly think creates uh, consistency is just the secret sauce. You really have to be consistent in everything. And it's crazy because when you're starting off, you're like, oh, I don't see it. Right. But like now that I've been so consistent and like aggressive, I'm talking aggressively consistent. Like I like my coworkers like, damn, I'm not going to class with you again. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going again. I'm going today. Like and I'm going tomorrow and I'm going the day after that. When you got like aggressively consistent you really start to see results and i just i love that I, I really love that so consistency and laser focused and balance and yeah good shit so yeah wow okay beautiful so that wraps up our conversation, y'all. I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great week. You know what it is. Make it a great week. And send this out to a dancer, artist, athlete um, that, you know, they need to suck more so they can be greater, even better than they are today. And also, like I said, leave me a review, a rating, um, a question on any platform, and I will shout you out like I did with Rosie on the next few episodes. I just I really am so grateful when you guys tune in. Um, my whole point for this whole podcast is so I could reach more people than just, you know, my clients, than more than just the San Diego um, community more like I want to reach everybody because I know that there's so many people that can benefit from these conversations because they're just not had enough. Like everyone's just like so locked down and thinks that when they're going through shit, it's just like, like, it's just them. And like, tough it out. Like the most successful people self-sabotage because they just don't even have their mind right. So it doesn't matter what level of dance, of creative, of athletes you are. You are still, think about like, look, think about how many, how many athletes, professional athletes ruin their entire lives because they go out and they get drunk and they party and they do all this and this crazy stuff and they get thrown in jail and all this. Stuff. Like, do you, do you see what I'm saying? So, Anybody can benefit. So make sure you send this to them and I will talk to you guys next week and have a great week and I will see you guys later.